wonderful. Wow. Gee, that is a really hard act to follow. I, I think Nick Resky wrote that one. That was great. No, it was yeah, very good. So hope no one's going to be disappointed today. Praise God. Hey, it is so good to be with you today. And can we give Jesus a great hand of praise because he is awesome. Absolutely awesome. Uh, I want to thank Pastor and Melissa for having me here today and all the pastoral team. It's really great to be with you. Uh, before I introduce myself a little bit, because, yeah, my, my wife is, her name is Nicola. And uh, we've been married nearly 34 years. And she was born in England. I was born in Melbourne. But I want to acknowledge two good friends of mine, Tony and Angie Foster, all the way from Melbourne here today. Awesome. Uh, worked alongside these guys for the last seven years. So it's been absolutely awesome. Uh, the one thing I want to do today, even though it's going to take a bit of time for you to get to know me a little bit, one thing I'm very mindful of today is God's presence in his house. Yeah. And, and putting aside uh, where we might have been and, and where we find ourselves today. And I just pray that we shrug off any preconceived ideas of how we think something should go here today. Uh, I might even have a little bit of a shotgun approach a little bit because I really am sensing God's presence. And, and God is stirring the house. Uh, you're in preparation stage right now and you are ready to be moving forward in what the Holy Spirit's got for you. So I will endeavour to get through the message today. Uh, but if I don't, it's okay because the Spirit of God is here and He will minister. All right, so that's what we're here for today. So let's put aside all those things uh, that are going to get in the way of distracting us. Let's position ourselves. Let's posture ourselves before God in His presence today. And let the Holy Spirit speak to you, not just as a church today. Um, for, for what you can see in the natural now is nothing compared to what you're going to see in the future. But you've got to believe it. Because no matter what you feel in the natural realities, God can touch your natural realities and he can make something of it. He's not moved by our natural realities. God's got a plan and a purpose for his church here today, individually. And I just want us to stay open to what God is going to do here today as he speaks to us. And so I want to get to know you a little bit. I have already got to know you. Uh, you've got a great pastor here today who is, come on, a great pastor that's passionate for God. Um, but also passionate for God's people. Not only God's people, God has also called her to pastor a community. And I don't know you, so it's really good for me to be here today. You Actually, as a church, you've been called to pastor a community, and so you've got to start thinking bigger. You can't stop dreaming. So um, who knows uh, what will happen today. So yes, my name is Nicola, and I do have three older sons. They're all married now, and... and seven gorgeous grandchildren and three adorable uh, daughter-in-law so we're we're living the dream and uh you know if someone told me how good being a grandparent was i would have skipped parenthood i would have gone straight to grandparenthood and forgot about everything else in between but you know i have lost a lot of hair so there was a lot of work that went into it as well so it has been a great honor and privilege to serve god for over the last 30 years in in different locations and different places but you know, it's not void of challenges. Stick around long enough and there's going to be a challenge. But, you know, the, the rewards far outweigh the challenges uh, when it comes to serving God because he's a good and faithful God. And many of you today, just look at me for a moment. I don't know you all. I want to tell you, just because I may not speak to you personally, individually, right now the Holy Spirit is speaking to you and just wants to remind you of how, how much he loves you. 
and how good he is and how faithful he is to your life, Donna, today because he's a faithful God and he's always going to remain faithful in the mighty name of Jesus. Can you sense the Spirit of God here today? Why don't you raise your hands with me today while you're sitting and I, I'm going to just uh, ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here today uh, and we just thank you for your presence. Lord, thank you that the gift of God is going to be stirred up in this house and in this place. And for all those that are going to be listening online later, we just thank you, Lord God, for what you are doing. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives and thank you for what you're doing in this community. And Lord God, we are so encouraged by your presence here today. We just want you honoured. We want you to be honoured and glorified. And we thank you, Lord. Let our hearts and minds be open and ready to receive that which you have for us in the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said... Amen. You know, as I've had the privilege of just visiting a few places and uh, I just have a sense that the Holy Spirit is moving amongst us. It really is. Even in a world that we're living in that is, uh, there's a lot of distractions, but the Holy Spirit is moving. And I believe, and I'm sure you would all agree with me, that we need a fresh move, a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. If we're going to do what God has called us to do individually, in our lives, the things that people don't see, but you know where you're at, and the things that God wants to do in His church, we actually need the Holy Spirit. And that's my message today. I'm going to speak to you a little bit about the Holy Spirit. Uh, we need Him. This generation needs Him. Yeah? And to be led, guided, influenced by the Holy Spirit. And I, I am convinced that you cannot live, if you can put it this way, a, a successful Christian life if you want to call it that, not void of its challenges. You can't live a successful Christian life without the Holy Spirit working within you. If, if there's any time before, it's this generation right now, our generation need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person, okay? And he is, a, you know, he's a person. He's a part of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. In essence, they are one, and he is the one that reveals things to us. He is the one who lives within us as followers of Christ. Amen. So he wants to have a relationship with us. Everyone say relationship. Yeah, he does. In 2 Corinthians 13, 14, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Right there you see a depiction of the Trinity uh, working. You've got God's love. You've got God's Christ's grace. And it says the communion. The word communion there is the Greek word koinonia. It's fellowship. Holy Spirit wants to have fellowship with us. There's this abiding relationship that God desires to have with us in the power and the work of the Holy Spirit. Can you just sense the Holy Spirit here today? I just pray that He stirs our heart from young to older because, Melissa, the Lord is doing something. And I believe the Lord wants to confirm quite a lot of things here today. I've been praying into this space uh, over the last couple of days. I arrived on, on Thursday night and, and just, just contemplating because I just don't want a good message today. We just don't want a, a message which, would yes, it will encourage us, but we want God to impart something in our life just to remind us that He is doing something. And where you may be feeling discouraged and maybe you're feeling a bit flat, I want to tell you today, it doesn't go unnoticed. God knows, God sees, and He's with you today. And He just wants to remind you today that His strength is with you. Can anybody say amen? amen? Not just to know about Him, but to know Him, the Holy Spirit. So very quickly, I'm going to condense this message a little today so we can get into a time of a bit of prayer and let the Holy Spirit do what He needs to do in this place today. So three very quick things. The first things, the Holy Spirit empowers us. 
Okay, the Holy Spirit empowers us. He strengthens us. He helps us. He gives us strength, courage. Who needs a bit of courage? <laughs> Boldness and confidence. In Acts 1.8, it reads, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and the ends of the earth. The key word here. Even though it's fulfilling the Great Commission and, and that's what we're called to do in the, in the community that we live in, in what we do, we are to see the kingdom of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ advance. But the key here is that we receive the power of God. So we see right now the promise of the Holy Spirit that Jesus spoke about in the gospel of John. When I go, the Holy Spirit will follow. Now, it's interesting because the word power there in the Greek, it, it means dynami. We use the word dunamis, uh, dynamite, power, but dynami. So it means that the power and strength of God is interchanged. You see, the reality is we talk about the power. We're not talking about an unhealthy power. We're, we're talking about a, a godly power. We're not talking about a controlling power. We're talking about a power that empowers our life. And I don't know about you, but I need strength. If I'm going to do what God has called us to do, to be the person I've called to be, the husband, the father, the grandfather, the leader, the pastor, all those things, I need to have strength. And that strength can only come through the power of the Holy Spirit living within us. And so right there and then, we're not talking about an unhealthy or an ungodly power. We're talking about a power of the Holy Spirit, the strength of the Holy Spirit. And then we see the promise fulfilled in Acts 2.4. All of them were filled. Everyone say filled with the Holy Spirit. Now, you've read these scriptures before. You've heard sermons on these scriptures before. This is what I would call a Pentecostal church. But we just need to be reminded today in this generation, I want to tell you, we need the Holy Spirit. If you're going to get anything out of today, that you would walk out of here today, that I would walk out of here today knowing that Hey, we can encourage each other today. We're in the church. We, we encourage what God has done during the week. We're now going to encourage what God is going to do in the week ahead of us. And we can be faith-filled. But how many know it actually starts tomorrow? It starts tomorrow that we are not alone. You see, they, they were all filled. They spoke in other tongues as the Spirit of God came upon them. And, and the Spirit of God gave them utterance. And then there were others that thought they were drunk and making fun of them. Okay, and then Peter responds with this. They're not as drunk as you suppose. This was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he speaks this scripture in Acts 2.17. And it reads, in the last days, everyone say last days. God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. I fall into that category now. What are you laughing at? It's just a reality. It's okay for you, young people, you just keep on seeing visions. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on my servants, men and women alike. They will prophesy. So there's, God is no respecter of persons. It's for all people, male and female. God had all this sorted out way before we started having problems with it. You know, he, we had all, he had all this sorted out. You just read the word of God. It will lead you, it will guide you, it will empower you. We are in the last days, and we all say that every generation is in the last days. And there is a lot of groaning going on. There is a lot of shaking going on. 
Well, let's just focus on what God is doing. Let's focus on the shifts that he's doing in our lives and in our churches. God is doing something. Are you hearing the heart today? Yeah. I don't believe anybody here is here by chance. I believe the Spirit of God wants to speak to you as a church. Guess what, though? There is nothing to be scared of. There is nothing to be scared of because God, our God, is the God of the generations. He graced the previous generations in the Holy Ghost. He's going to grace this generation with the Holy Ghost. Well, what about my children? Hey, listen, he graced my children. He's going to grace your children. And he's going to grace my grandchildren because he's a God of grace. He's a God of love. He's a God of power. And no matter where the world is headed, I want to tell you, hey, our God never changes. He's the same today. Come on. Yeah, he, he never changes. And while we know he never changes, but the way things will be carried out might look very different than they did previously. You need to be open to this because what was, what was. But you've got to get ready for what is. I love walking in today if I can bring a, a word of encouragement over your church. Love this man, Ben. I've never met Ben. I've met him for the first time. But how passionate he's been. Have you seen my church? Have you? Let me show you around. Thanks, Ben. He takes me out the, out the foyer there and let me show you the sh Incredible. How encouraging is that? I was just so encouraged that somebody could be passionate about what God is doing in this house. It's infectious. Come on, let's give Jesus a great hand of praise. Many heard and received Peter's message in Acts. It talks about that. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and news spread. We know this quite well because the scriptures record it. And Peter and John were brought before the Sanhedrin, the, the elders and the religious leaders because of their speaking and the fact that they healed a crippled man at the gate beautiful before they walked into the temple. And that stirred a lot. And even know that the early church suffered a lot of persecution and things didn't always go their way, I want to tell you, but because they were filled with the Holy Spirit, the kingdom of God advanced, and you could not stop it. And the Lord added to their numbers, not just a few, but thousands. Who's looking for revival? And we, we talk about it, but I want to tell you where revival starts. Right here. Right here. Because you and I are filled with the Holy Spirit, and wherever you go, he goes. Isn't it amazing? So in Acts 4, 7, they said, the Sanhedrin said to Peter and, and, and to, to, to John, by what power and what name did you do this? And this is what I love, church. Listen to this. In Acts 4, 8. Then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. Everyone say filled. Before he even spoke, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Remember, the strength, the enemy. Come on. The power. And he said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and you are being asked who was, how was he healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected which has become the cornerstone. And listen to this. Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. 
And when they saw, everyone say saw. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. What is the difference? What makes the difference in the world that we live in? Listen, rather than seeing it, the big old bad world, okay, and and being afraid. I'm not saying there's no challenges. I'm not saying we don't get concerned. I'm not saying our disposition, my disposition can be worried. So I make sure that I work hard at staying close to Christ to help me process things differently. I am not minimizing the things that we have to go through each day. But I do know this. If the kingdom of God and if our lives, with all its challenges and with all its distractions and with all things that happen, stick around long enough and things do happen. All I can tell you is this, that God is faithful, God is good, And he's given us the Holy Spirit to strengthen us when we don't feel strong. Because Ephesians talks about a strength exchange. When we can't, he can. And when we feel weak, he is strong. Let the weak say that I am strong. They saw. They saw the courage, they said. By the power of the Holy Spirit. That's what they saw. They saw the work of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus. Those two things. It's not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. They saw the courage and they saw the work of the Holy Spirit. You know what I love about this is this, and we read this so many times. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the same Spirit that lives within you. Holy Spirit, speak to us today. The the second thing, briefly, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. Not only does he empower us, the Holy Spirit is within us. As a believer, you have God. Everyone say God. This is quite amazing. I I know you've heard it all before. So have I. That's why I'm asking. You don't come in with preconceived ideas. As the older I get, I've realized the less that I know. I thought I had it all worked out. And how arrogant it would be of me to work out that I've got it all under control. God is still the God of the new. And the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. And what I want to encourage you with you to, not only just as an individual, but I want to speak something prophetically over this church. Start to believe what you see. Because God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, wants to show you spiritual perspectives of what God wants to do in your life personally, but in the life of his church in this community. You are called to pastor a community. Does that resonate? The Holy Spirit dwells within you. John 14, 15. If you love me, obey my commandments. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. Who will never leave you? He is the Holy Spirit who leads you into all truth. Everyone say all. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later he will be in you. Jesus spoke about the promise of the Holy Spirit when he empowers you and fills you. He is going to be in you. Just remember this. We are in a faith-filled environment. There is an atmosphere of faith. What we encourage, this young man that was leading over here, how passionate is he? 
Yeah, I thought he was anyway. God bless you. Yeah. See, what's your name? Austin. You see, Austin has got an incredible heart. An incredible heart towards God. You've actually got, it's not a weak heart. It's just a soft heart. And when you have a soft heart, let me just prophesy over your life right now. When you've got a soft heart, you hear better. When you have a hardened heart, you can't hear and you can't see. But see, Austin, you see things and you hear things. You continue on the journey of just continuing on loving God. Be passionate no matter what other people, what other people think. It doesn't really matter because you've got a love and a heart for God. For years, Austin, people would say, oh, Nicholas, you've got a great heart. And I just wanted them to tell, I wanted them to tell me, oh, you're just a great leader. Yeah, come on, come on. You, you're just a phenomenal leader. And for years, and I've just realized, over, not just realized, but realized before, what does God look at? He looks at the heart. And I want to tell you today, Austin, he looks at your heart. And I want to say thank you for your faithfulness towards me because he's called you. you. In fact, Austin, you're unique. You're nobody else but you. You be you and you watch what will happen. Amen. Are you together? Married in February. That's a good thing. You picked a good one there. That's very good. What's your name? Pretty amazing. It's a good couple, yeah? How many believe they're a good couple? A very good couple. Uh, an incredible future. And uh, you're on, it's actually, don't doubt it, you're actually on a good, good thing. You're on a good thing. This is good. Okay, for you, this is good. This is good. God's going to do some work in your life. And you're going to... In some areas, it's in God. You're in a safe place here today, but in some areas, it's going to feel a little uncomfortable. Okay? It's all right, though. You say, God, I really don't want to feel... But you're going to feel a little uncomfortable. And it's in that time of being uncomfortable, the Lord is going to do most of his work in your life. He's getting you ready. The very things that in the past you've said no to, you're going to be very surprised. You're going to start to say yes. Because you're going to say, okay, God, I'll put my hand up and I'll do what you've asked me to do. Continue on doing what you're doing. Keep on planning, and I want to tell you, the Lord is going to order your steps. The very things that you thought you were going to say no to, you're going to start to say yes to. In Jesus' name. God bless you both. Amen. Give the Lord a great hand of praise. Yeah. Okay, where were we? The Holy Spirit dwells within you. So Jesus said, when I go, the Holy Spirit will not only be with you, but he will be in you. Jesus was giving them comfort as soon he was about to leave. And he was telling him, I don't want you to be troubled. Because when I leave, I'm going to send another of the same kind in the Greek. It's not going to be somebody who's second to me or subordinate to me. He is God the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to send him and he's going to come alongside you as, as the parakletos. He's going to come alongside and he's going to dwell within you. He's going to lead you in all truth. Church, are you hearing me today? The more of the Word of God you get into you and the more of the presence of God you get into you, the more that you're not going to get distracted by all the other voices that you and I have to contend with from the moment we wake up early in the morning. And I'm not saying you should deny it or live in denial, but I want to tell you, we do have an answer and we do have a voice 
it, when it comes to the Word of God over our lives. Amen? Are you with me? Another one coming alongside you. As I was with you, he will be with you. The helper acts to guide, teach, and remind us. Remind us of everything Jesus spoke. The Holy Spirit reveals. Who would just need some Holy Spirit to reveal something? So when we read the word of God, just not read it for instruction. Read it and let the Holy Spirit touch your heart that God would be revealed. To renew us. I don't know about you, I need to be renewed every day. And I don't mind the Holy Spirit keeping me out of trouble. Ever said something you wish you'd like to take back? Oh, this is a very holy church. Everybody says everything right here. You know, the Holy Spirit is not just there to lead and guide, but he's also there to help us, to keep us out of trouble. Holy Spirit renews. Holy Spirit is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord there is. Where the Spirit of the Lord is. Holy Spirit refreshes and gives us strength. Because the Bible says those that wait on the Lord will renew their joy of the Lord will be your It's all there. It's all there. Where you go, he goes. As a believer, the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. I love this. The Holy Spirit makes his home in you. I don't want to get all religious about it, but he makes our... You're thinking, really? What about all those things I thought about like yesterday? Isn't it wonderful? It's not based on our righteousness and our holiness. It's all about Christ and his goodness. It's all about Jesus from the beginning to the end and all the in-between. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Donna, is it? I just wanted to say thank you for, thank you just for who you are. Thank you very much. I'm just going to just a word of encouragement, you know, that thank you for your faithfulness because it goes a long way. We just want to acknowledge that as a church today. So thank you. And even though some of those years that you felt that you've lost, some of those things that might not have worked out exactly as you thought they would have gone, he is a restorative God. He's a restorative God. So you can receive that today because you're believing. And, 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 and sometimes we believe. And, and as believers, we, we pause for a moment and I'm... And we think, okay, how long is that change going to last for? God wants to do some permanent change because you desire permanent change. And I just want to say to you today, thank you for your and thank you for not giving up. Thank you for saying, Jesus, I want to. You're in a safe place here today. You are a good lady. You're a good woman. And we want to thank you for your faithfulness. But those years, that at times the locusts have stolen, I want to tell you, the Lord is going to restore back to you. He's a restorative God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, it's just even recently, it's like you were sitting down, you were praying, you said, God, I need change in this area, I need change in that area, I need change in that area. And I want to tell you, you're going to see some defining moments, not just in, a, in a, you know, just a few months, I think in the next few weeks, things are going to start. You're going to be start seeing some defining moments happen in your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name. Father, just bless Donna today. Thank you for your presence over her life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Give Jesus a great hand of praise. That's good. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, not only does the Holy Spirit empower us. Everyone say empower us. Not only does the Holy Spirit dwell within us. Yeah? There's another thing we need to be doing. Be mindful of his presence. Be mindful of his presence. 
We live in a very different world. Do we all agree? Yeah. Come on. Some big things happen this week. No matter what side of the, 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 the sphere you are, uh, hey, hey, there's a lot going on. And, and it's amazing. It's very noisy. It's, there's a lot of distractions. There's a, my goodness, how many opinions do you want? These ideologies and there's just a lot going on. And guess what? It competes with your time. All the more that we are to be aware and mindful of God's presence. Going about our day mindful that the Holy Spirit is with us and in us, helping and guiding us in all things. What does that mean? Well, I'm all for going into a solitude place and praying and having a quiet time with God. I'm all for, but it doesn't work for us every day. We've still got to get up. Who goes to work tomorrow morning? Give me a wave. That's right. You all got to go to work. Uh, some of you people have to get the kids ready for school tomorrow. No one talks about that. Yeah, we've got to change nappies now. Okay, a bit of sleep deprivation. Why are you agreeing with me? I know, exactly. Yeah, right? There's a lot going on. We want to understand it's in those moments. We still need to be mindful that the Holy Spirit is with you to strengthen you. He is with you. He will abide with you. And we just need to be mindful. When, when you feel like you're flat and no one understands and you feel like you're alone and things are going on and it's just not working out, just be mindful today that the Holy Spirit is with you. For me, I, if you speak to my wife or my children and when they grew up at home, there's a few things that I would do on, a, on, on an everyday basis. And one of them was just to, I would walk around and just, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm in my car and I'm praying and the person next to me definitely thinks I'd be weird, of course. And, but I just thank the Holy Spirit. Now, I do that so I'm just mindful that I know that the Holy Spirit is with me and I'll plan my ways, but I want my God to order my steps. And when I get, I want my sticking thinking to get out of the way of what God really wants to do in my life because I'm not perfect. My wife reminds me of that all the time. You see, so every day, thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I read a proverb a day. And what I mean by that is today, what is today? The 15th? Well, I'll read Proverbs 15. Tomorrow, it'll be Proverbs 16. And every day. I have the ability to do that, yeah? And so every day for years, just reading Proverbs. And by our door in our home, as there's a staircase that goes up on the right and on the, on the left-hand side, there's a wall with a little mantelpiece. And on top of that, there's a scripture, Joshua. It says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Because I want to be reminded when that the Holy Spirit is with us. Yeah. Are you with me? He's present with you today. In Exodus 33, Moses has a conversation with God. Exodus 33, 15 and 16, it says this, Then Moses said to him, God, if your presence does not go with us, do not send me up from here. How will anyone know that you're pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else, I love this one, what else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? What would distinguish me? What would distinguish us? And God said to Moses, my presence will go with you. This will distinguish you. My presence will go with you as you lead. You know what? There it is. The very thing that will distinguish us, the very thing that will make the difference is the presence of God. And can I just ask you today just to be mindful of the Holy Spirit? Amen. Being aware. Everyone say being aware. Let's be encouraged in the Holy Ghost, knowing that we are not alone and he sees us and helps us see what we need to see. 
I'm a great believer that you start to see things differently when that starts to happen. It starts to impact your relationship with God and your relationship with others, your family. And not only that, the call of God starts to get stirred in your heart. Can anybody say amen? amen. To be mindful. Holy Spirit, help me see what I need to see. Holy Spirit, thank you for your refreshing and your strength. That's what we're going to pray. Before I close, I want to just pray for everyone and go, we'll go back to a few thoughts in a moment. If you could just, I want to pray for God's refreshing and strength over your life. Could we do that for a moment? Because we need it. We need it. And so if you want to, you can just close your eyes or keep your eyes open or lift your hands to heaven, however you feel comfortable to do so. But I want to pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here and you are speaking to us. And I just pray for those here today and those that will be listening during the week, I thank you for your refreshing. Thank you for your strength upon your people individually and corporately today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, would you just come and fill us in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. If I could just have a musician just to come up just as we conclude, if, if that's okay. and It's really paying attention to his spirit. I remember... We're going to talk about being mindful of his spirit. Back in 2024, 2024, 2014. Everyone say 2014. 2024. That's a long way away, isn't it? No, it's not. And uh, 2014. Oh, I, I still get moved by this because it, it, it is challenging and it's. It's life-changing. And I, my older son, who was married, his wife was pregnant at the time, about to give birth to their first child, he, he was diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. And it was quite confronting. Those of you that have gone through it, maybe faced it, family impact individually. And I, I have a new appreciation of a lot of things in life. Once you cross over, you cross over, you ain't coming back again. Now, and I believe that God's a healer. We're just saying about it. He's a healer. And, and, and I believe all that. But I, but I also know that um, there are a lot of challenges in life. Cut a long story short because I don't have a lot of time, but that was quite a confronting when the doctors are telling you we'll try to prolong life and we're not sure how long he's going to live and as a father and you hear that, you know. And at the same year and the same sort of month or two later, I was diagnosed with cancer, so same time mine was localized here at stage four his body was just riddled with cancer and and as everybody left the room that night when the doctors had given us the news I it was just my son and myself and he was in the bed and what do you do as a father I've never experienced I thought you know I've prayed for people for cancer but not until you really come on is that one and uh, even after this day you know you look back and you reflect on it and it was there, I, I just really felt mindful of the presence of God. The presence of God was in that room as everyone left. And I didn't want to leave him alone either. I wanted to stay there all night. He said, Dad, you need to go. And uh, he had a few tears when his wife had left the room. And, and the next day he would tell me, oh, Dad, I've got to choose to partner with faith and not fear. I'll do whatever it takes. Now, cut a long story short, it was about a two-year journey for, for both of us, a few relapses along the way. Later, we were both cancer-free, so thank Jesus for his Now, can I just say, this is not to minimise anybody.
God still has the final say. Amen. Can we give Jesus a great hand of praise? So I like to say it this way. While he had to go through various operations, and while we had to go through, you know, God used modern medicine, but there were great defining moments along the way. He is a walking miracle. In the natural, he shouldn't be alive. But I thank God he is alive. Now he's got four children. God is good and God is for what do I say this it's in every moment of our life that we would be mindful of his presence in Jesus name for God's presence for his word and I hope this you've received this word well today that we talk about the power of God and I love the power of God I love the tangible presence of Jesus I love his manifest presence at times when we just sense God but I want to tell you he's with us every day we know he's everywhere at once of course he's but I just just want us to be really encouraged when I can, you can't do life without Him. And the generation in our church need the Holy Spirit. Can this be our prayer today? Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, fill my life. Amen, amen, and amen. One more time, can we give Jesus a great hand of praise? So I'm about to hand it over in just a moment, but if you would just allow me just to share some quick thoughts with you as a church and, and, I, and I, I count it a privilege to be able to be with you today I get quite moved when I'm in these environments and you just sense the spirit of God moving and I just wanted to say to, to Pastor Melissa today is that continue on dreaming big because you're a big dreamer you've got big vision and sometimes along the way there has been a few disappointments yeah. but I want to tell you it doesn't change God's purpose and plan and right now I just wanted to say that uh, the Lord has called you into this community for a purpose and for a reason and it's in those hard times you thought Lord what but it's in those hard times that you've done and please I don't mean this with any disrespect but it's in those times that God has just enlarged you built your capacity so there'll be more flow when there's more flow, there's more capacity. And I just have a sense today, Melissa, to continue on dreaming big. Because just me stepping in this into this site, this is a community thing. This is not just a local church. Now, it is a local church and honour it for what it is, the community for what it is. But I have a sense today there has been a, even more of a stirring in your heart that it's not just about just here. stirring today and we talk about all this apostolic stuff but I just want to say today that I don't believe I, I see many rooms not just one room I see many rooms and those rooms are for the community are you hearing it you thought you're just going to arrive when maybe you do the, the auditorium and get that ready but then you're going to start to dream again the Holy Spirit is going to deposit things into your heart into your life for what is to come next but don't stress in fact Isaiah 54 verse 2 is your scripture enlarge the place of your tent but it also goes on to say do not be afraid you will not suffer shame God is with you you've got a great husband I don't know him Stephen but he's a great supporter and, and I just have a sense today you're going to even support even more but you're okay with Thank you for that too.
it's incredible. All right? But I hope you're here at church. Are you hearing at church? Come on. Are you hearing it? And so wherever you may be, where you find yourself today, just remember where you're going. Remember where you're going. Um, we're going to pray for that room because I don't think you're not far away from it. Yeah, yeah, it's ready. It's ready to go. So, Father, just thank you in Jesus' name for the miracle of finance. Just pray, Lord God, that the finances there may it flow, not only just the finances, but all the volunteers that won't take forever. But, God, it is going to happen. And it's going to happen soon for your honour and for your glory. We thank you, Lord God, for the auditorium. We thank you for all the quotes. We thank you for your provision in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, thank you for the, the blessing blessing of finance, the blessing, Lord God, for the sake of your kingdom, Lord God, in this house, in Jesus' name, amen. So plenty of rooms, many, many rooms in the community. And then I would say to you, I don't believe this is just your only location. I believe there's another location coming. And uh, in church, can you just look at me for a moment? I, I feel like I'm just coming in a most strategic time. You're at a pivotal point right now. What I love about this church by saying it's a generational church and it's a good thing. And uh, and I, I just have a sense that you've been called to, to lead this community, but be humble with it, serve it well, have that Christ-like servant attitude. It's not too hard. They need to see it reflect. We've got to reflect Christ. So it's the generations. Earlier on, I wrote a scripture for you youth and I wrote a scripture for that young man who's behind the computer just out the back there. What's his name? Nathan. Yeah, he's trying to ignore me now. He goes, oh, I'm in trouble. And uh, the scripture is 1 Timothy 4. I just noticed it came up for your youth ministry. Is that, yeah, 1 Timothy. I, I, honestly, it's here, right here. I, I wrote it when we were um, just here. Here it is right there. Do you know that anyone looked down at you? you were young, set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, in purity, until I come. Devote. Everyone say devote. Yourself to the public reading of Scripture, to preaching and to teaching. Do not neglect the gift which was given to you through prophecy when the body of elders laid their hands on you. So you the youth leader. Yeah. Why don't you stand? Right. Because as the church enlarges and expands, saying I'm just trying to be really sensitive today but just go 
grow with that. And what's, the, what's his Nathan? Why don't you come up the front too, Brian? I'm always thinking, like, who is this guy? But he's a bit nervous now. You don't like that? You, you love the limelight, don't worry. praying for both of you that's something for you to guys to, to sort out kindness feeling obedient it doesn't oh he's on the youth team there you go so <laughs> Father I just thank you for the youth ministry yes God I thank you for what you're doing in this church and may they be blessed I just pray right now thank you for fresh vision thank you for passion but wisdom in Jesus name we pray we pray pray in Jesus name it's going to take is you saying, yes, Jesus, we watch what will happen in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we give the Lord a great hand? Oh, it's quarter to 12. I am so sorry. I'm going to get in trouble. It's quarter to 12. What was your name? Tyson. So Tyson, I'm aware that you're an apprentice electrician, so I get moved by those sort of things because I'm an electrician as well. And I've been able to fall back on that over many, many years. Can I just say to you, though, you are also called of God. You've actually got a clear call of God on your life. Okay, now, good thing is what you're doing now, God is going to use. It's okay. I just sense for a little while you're going to be in a hybrid situation. You'll be doing that and you'll be doing that. And that's actually okay. Actually, that's you've agreed that's what you both want to do. I can sense you've had conversation together. And uh, you've both said, you know, look, you know, this is going to be okay for a while. Even you you struggled with it for a little while. You did. Because you said, oh, well, but you know what? It's a good thing. So you're, you're on the right track. You've planned your ways, but God will continue ordering your steps. You've now got, obviously, a, a family. And this is your immediate family. And, uh, this is your ministry. But he's, of course, called you, yeah, into other areas both of you so you're in the, in a season of preparation and you're going to see a great shift in the 29th 30th area of your life that age group it's going to it's going to happen there's going to be a shift but it's okay to do both and financially you're not to worry you're not to worry financially okay don't worry it's going to be okay all right it's going to be actually okay he's going to make some good money for a little while it's okay it's all right. But uh, 
that you're, you're called upon him. He's got a great hand calling on your life, the hand of God. I hope you receive that well. So, Father, bless them both. Thank you for your anointing and your presence. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. The last thing, multiplication. He's the God of the multiplication. The scripture that I see is in John. It was what? It was it two fish and five loaves? Lord, this is what I have. This is what I give you. And watch what the Lord will do. Keep it still. I, I just have a sense. You, you, you're, you're ready. You're ready. But just thank God in it. Just walk on it. Don't, don't even have to strive. Don't strive in it. It's okay. It's, it's, it, how many know this is a good church? Things are going to happen. And I, and I mean this before the Lord and be accountable amongst you and what's being recorded today. Go in God's power. Go in God's strength. And, uh, and you know what? Start believing. Those prayer meetings are vital. Vital. Your encounter nights are vital. Yeah? Get filled with the Holy Spirit. And I just have a sense. I'm going to prophesy this favor favor in Jesus name there'll be community groups there'll be favor finances will come your way because of what you are doing in the Lord favor, favor in this house, favor in this site favor in this community and these other locations, I don't know what what you've been talking about but in Jesus name you can do it but it's in God's timing and it's okay and the church will be fine. God will give you the wisdom to be able to structure things accordingly for the expansion of His kingdom in people's lives. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. God bless you. I hope you receive that well. Have a great day.